Hello, I'm Rhonda Nowak for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Multimedia, and this is The Literary Gardener for January 4th, 2019. The topic this time is Let Garden Thoughts Rise to the Surface with some Recommended Reading. Mirabel Osler, in her book A Gentle Plea for Chaos of 1989, wrote, Reading books about gardens is a potent pastime. Books nourish a gardener's mind in the same way as manure nourishes plants. Mirabel Osler, 1925-2016, was an English gardener and designer who published her first book when she was 64 years old. A Gentle Plea for Chaos, The Enchantment of Gardening, has been called an anti-gardening book because in it, Osler advocates for letting go of the gardener's compulsion to dominate the garden and instead allow nature to lead the way. Reminiscent of Gertrude Jekyll's 1899 classic, Wood and Garden, Osler's book is part gardening history and part reflection on how her garden and gardening practices evolved in Shropshire, on the border of Western England and Wales. Osler's recommendation and Jekyll's before her to design a garden in tune with its natural surroundings is echoed in several more recent publications, such as Garden Revolution, 2016, Planting in a Post-Wild World, 2016, The Living Landscape, 2014, and Planting a New Perspective of 2013. Certainly, the idea of garden design based on an intimate understanding of plants and nature continues to stand the test of time as both an environmentally sound and simply a practical way of gardening. A Gentle Plea for Chaos is on my winter reading list because Osler reassures me that while I'm seeking out new things to try in my garden for 2019, it's not necessary for me to have everything planned out. I don't want to forget to find pleasure in nature's surprises or delight in the invisible processes that aren't on my to-do list but nonetheless make my garden healthy and productive. Osler notes in the first chapter that winter is the perfect time to spread out limp and receptive and let garden thoughts rise to the surface. I agree, so I lugged home a stack of garden books from Powell's after my visit to Portland a few weeks ago. Some are new releases, others have been around for decades. The stack includes a few how-tos, essays, novels, a seed catalog, and a book that promises gardeners a hodgepodge of information and instruction. The 12 books in my stack are all quite different, but the inspiring ideas springing from their pages are a testament to Osler's observation that gardening in the head can fill our winter tranquility with unrest. First in my stack is Bonnie T. Abbott's book, Radical Prunings, a novel of officious advice from the Contessa of Compost, published in 2005. Written as a collection of garden advice columns by Abbott's witty garden guru, Martingia Cordalis, this is a very entertaining read with lots of good gardening information woven throughout. Second is Susan W. Albert's book, The Darling Dahlias and the Naked Ladies, published in 2011. This is the second book in Albert's cozy mystery series about a garden club in Alabama during the Depression. I love how the author weaves historical details and garden information into the mystery story. Then, in 2019, Baker Creek published its 
new catalog, the Whole Seed catalog, vibrant color photographs, well-written descriptions and articles, and a diverse selection of heirloom seeds make this my favorite seed catalog to peruse. Although I admit I look for the same heirlooms grown locally when it comes to purchasing seeds for my garden. Then Martha Barnett wrote A Garden of Words in 1992. I'm fascinated by the origins of plant names, and this book explores the historical roots of 22 flowers from amaryllis to xenia. The author also intersperses folklore and botanical facts about each plant. Next in the stack is Elliot Coleman's Four Season Harvest, published in 1999. Coleman's the author of The New Organic Grower of 1989, which eventually became the basis for the National Organic Program in the U.S., in this book, he shows gardeners how he grows organic vegetables in his garden in Maine year-round. Although our winters in southern Oregon are not as cold, the author offers valuable advice in a readable style. Then, Linda Plato and Lorene Forkner in 2007 wrote Hortus Miscellaneous. From the scientific name for the tobacco mosaic virus, which is the longest name in the English language, to an explanation of the term organic, this book is packed with interesting garden-related information. You'll amaze your gardening friends with your newfound knowledge. Frank Holzman wrote Radical Regenerative Gardening and Farming in 2018. Although not the most reader-friendly layout, Holzman's book has the answers to my questions about how to apply biodynamic principles in my vegetable and flower gardens. The author offers interesting insights about developing a spiritual relationship with our land. Gertrude Jekyll in 1908 wrote Children and Gardens. The grand dame of gardening reflects on her own childhood gardens as she provides information about how to introduce children to gardens and gardening that is still relevant a century after her book was first published. A bonus is the author's own illustrations and photographs that appear on practically every page. Jessica Kerr in 1969 wrote Shakespeare's Flowers. I was delighted to find this old book to add to my growing collection. Care offers historical background about 25 plants mentioned by the bard, and she touches on why he might have used these flowers to highlight people and customs in the Elizabethan era. The text is accompanied by related excerpts from Shakespeare's plays and beautiful plant illustrations by Anne Dowden. Jean Logston wrote, Holy shit, managing manure to save mankind in 2010. I have two horses, so I'm eager to read Logsdon's recommendations about what to do with all their poop. If I can save mankind at the same time, all the better. Susan Orlean wrote The Orchid Thief in 1998. This nonfiction account of an actual event in Florida reads like a novel. It's about the Sunshine State's wild and endangered ghost orchid and the determination of an obsessed plant dealer to clone the plant for profit. Next in my stack is Charles Dudley Warner's My Summer in a Garden. This reprint was published in 2002, but Warner's book was first published in 1870. Each chapter describes a week of the American essayist gardening experiences. Although it was written 150 years ago, the text is reader-friendly and entertaining. I'm interested to know what other gardeners are reading this winter. Please share on my blog at http 
blogs.esouthernoregon.com slash the literary gardener. And that's it for the literary gardener this time. Thanks so much for listening. Happy New Year.